Hi, I'm Lori Wright, also known as Not Your Average Grandma. I created this podcast as a place for women in their second half of life to go to to receive inspiration. If you are at a place where you believe your best days are behind you, it is my hope one of these episodes will spark you to think differently and lead you to a new belief that your second half may actually be your best half. I want you to stop seeing your age as a limitation and start seeing it as your superpower. You have years of experience and value that the younger you never had. So it's time to lean into that and use it to fuel your future. No more letting age or circumstances hold you back from the pursuit of a more fulfilling and fun life. The happier we are, the better the world will be. So instead of settling for what you don't want, how about going after what you do want? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. Hello, I am here another day. You're stuck with me. (laughs) So hello, hello. Is everybody coming back? Let me make sure my uh, camera's straight here. Uh, Yes. One thing I want to show you that I have before we start because I, th- I love this. I saw this at a store and I thought this is, this says a lot, right? This says a lot about how we're using our time. I have this big uh, sands of time as a reminder. So everybody can hear, welcome back. Tell me if you're here for round three. Have you been to all three? Put a three up if you've been to all three. And if you haven't been to all three, just put the number that you've you've uh you've been to so you've been to one two or three or maybe zero maybe this is your first one so i'd love to know that and let me make sure i'm in the comments section hello hello so i'm excited to be here all right again so i'm all set up i have to tell you i just listened to a pump me up song pump me up songs are amazing for our uh vibration to raise our vibration so uh, share in the comments with me, like one of your favorite pump me up songs. I was listening to the fight song by Rachel Platten. I love that song. Uh, so anyways, we're going to get started. I'm going to share my screen. Okay. You guys ready? Oh, good. Look at like, oh, this is your first live. Oh, good. I'm so excited you could be here. You've been missing all the fun. <laughs> Although I will say Facebook does recreate the live pretty well when you're on the replay. All right. I'm still going to add this, share my screen. Uh, And one thing that I, uh, first of all, I want to ask if there are any pressing questions before we start. And if I miss any that you type, Chris will, will capture them. All right. Um, So you're not late. You're here. So uh, I just want to know if there's any pressing questions that somebody has. I also want to, before we get started, to make sure that you know that although this is the last training, I'm sad. I know I'm sad. I, I, I hope you're sad because I'm sad too. Then um, we can be sad together because I've loved this. It's been amazing. Uh, but I am going to be doing a Zoom call on Saturday at noon Eastern. Uh, And so this has been in the emails and um, it'll be in the text messages if you're signed up for text messages. But I just want to make sure people know that that is an an option that I have built into this, because even though the content of the training is only three days, I want to make sure that people who have questions get their questions answered. 
so uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of comments in the Facebook group. I've tried to keep up and answer as many as I, I can. But I want you to know that I will be available to answer questions on Saturday. If you can't make it, you can submit your questions in advance. Um, and what I'll do is I'll do a post in the group and I'll tag everyone because there's this everyone tag. Um, and I'll put that in the group and I'll, I'll also put it in the, in the guide with the training videos so people see it if they're looking at the training videos and make sure that you know that um, you can submit your questions even if you're not on the live and I will at answer them. Okay, so I just want to make sure you know that that is one extra thing I'm making avail available because I think it's uh, adds a lot and I don't want anybody leave here with questions about the training they didn't get answered. All right. Okay. Enough chatty Kathy stuff. Oh, am I using my mouse? What am I? What am I using? What utensil am I going to use? Okay. All right, so we're not, I'm not going to cover this too much. Um, the one thing, because, you know, like I said, uh, I just do this housekeeping at the beginning, but I like to have it here so you can see it again. Um, I just want to make sure that, as a reminder, the link for the training assignments is always added because there's been questions on this. There, It's added to the description of the video. Right now, the video description just has, come join me live. We update it after the training ends probably within 10 minutes and we put the link in there. Okay. But I'm going to create a separate post and have all the training links in there. So people maybe can find those if they're having trouble. And in addition, there's going to be a final quiz, but the final quiz is kind of fun and it's not like hard. It'll, everybody will get a hundred percent, I'm sure. Um, but we do the final quiz just as kind of a, a, a wrap up and that will be available. Um, we'll also post that link. And so the, the, the one catch is that all training assignments you can do, you don't have to have 100% on the training assignments, but you have to have 100% on the quiz. And in order to be eligible for the Kindle giveaway, you have to have done all three training assignments and the final quiz. So yeah, this is like real school. <laughs> so, all right. So I just want to make sure you knew that and I, you had a little explanation. All right. So here we go. First of all, congratulations for making this far, making it this far. So the fact that you are here means that you have a level of commitment that most people do not. Yes. So congratulations for uh, getting here to the end, making it to the last live. I'm so honored and I'm very proud of you. So I want you to know that you are amazing. So you are, you are one of the very small percentage that signed up, made a commitment, and you invested in yourself with your time here. And I don't take that lightly. You shouldn't take it lightly and you should be proud of yourself. Pat yourself. Let's all pat ourselves on the back. Um, and um, that is one of the most important truths that I hope that you take away from this training is that you invested in yourself and I hope it made a difference. I can, I know a lot of people, I've gotten individual messages from people and they said it's really impacted them. So I hope it's made a difference for you. So, but um, <clears throat> as you look back to where you started, 
I'm sure that you can see how much you've learned in such a short amount of time. We crammed a lot in, in that short amount of time. But I also want you to remember that the thing that I talked about in training one that I want to bold again is that living from your purpose is the fastest way to find everyday meaning and true happiness in life. So do not give up on that um, and do whatever you can to find it. Okay. So I'm going to give you some more uh, information in this training about uh, solving the purpose puzzle. That's what this is about. So um, yeah, so also I want to talk to you about if you're somebody who really felt you got a lot of clarity and you don't want to stop this learning, you don't want to stop um, investing in yourself and you really want to get to the, the root of your beliefs and all the other things we talked about, um, you might be wondering what's next. And so I'll share that in this uh, training as well. Um, so yeah, you might be wondering like, how can I take this new awareness that has been awakened in me, this new awakening you have and live a more purpose-filled second half? And how can I figure out what I'm here to do and turn that into everyday activity that you're super excited about, that fills you with passion when you, when you go to bed, you're passionate. When you wake up, you're excited and you have and you very hopeful and looking forward to your future and you're not dreading it like we talked about. So in this training, the focus is going to be the me sharing with you the five pieces of what I call the purpose puzzle. So you and, and these are the pieces I learned, the long roundabout meandering way. Um, but before um, I show you, oh, so, sorry, I got something in my eye all of a sudden. Um, before I show you where you're going, let's take a look at how far you've come. Let's look back at what you've learned. So on day one, you learned why purpose is the key to happiness and longevity of life, living a longer life. And you got some real life examples of older women who did find passion later in life. Uh, and they, I mean, that I, I know that it affected people because they shared that with me, but they found something new that really became the rest of life purpose. I, I like to call it the rest of life purpose. Uh, and you also became familiar with the purpose personalities and maybe you, one really resonated with you uh, and you were starting to see that maybe one of the things that uh, caused those purpose personalities to be stuck, um, maybe you, you got some glimmer of what is going on with you and why you might be repeating the wrong actions. Um, and then on day two, training two, you learned how your thoughts and uh, are stem from your beliefs and how they, ooh, my, my, my uh, heater or air conditioner, whatever it is, just went off. It was like, now it's quiet all of a sudden. Uh, so, and how can you, how do those block you from finding new purpose? And you learned the negative impact of fear and maybe you identified a fear you have. A lot of you shared a fear in the comments. So that is great awareness to have. So, and you, maybe you met your future self who 
maybe pass some guidance along. I saw a couple people who were so excited about what they learned in that future visualization. And if you did, I'm excited for you. But if you didn't, don't fret because know that it's inside of you just waiting to be discovered. You just need a little patience and faith. Um, and I actually want to share a little story. This isn't wasn't planned, but it, it's coming up for me. And I think you need to hear it. Um, one of the things you can do when you do a guided visual, visualization is before you do it, at, set an intention or ask a question. Like, I would like to find out this. And I've done this with, with meditations before and I get an answer. So if you, if you, if your brain like can tell the, the universe or put a thought out there, your higher self can potentially bring it back to you. And so I, hopefully I won't get choked up, but, um, but I had a guided visualization that was like very key in my journey. And um, when I, I asked the question before I had the guided visualization is that why I, why didn't I find my purpose until late in life? You know, here I am 60 years old and I'm in a room with younger people who are starting businesses. And I'm like, who am I to like try to do this at 60 years old? And um, I'm, and I just want you to know, too, starting a business was was, you know, I, I wanted to help people. Um, that was kind of what I wanted and it evolved into starting this a business and creating the second half spark school. But it doesn't you know, starting a business is not for everyone, only certain people. So purpose can be so many implemented in so many variety of things, but I don't want you to think, you know, my purpose is your purpose. My purpose is built on my personality and my evolution. But what I got in that moment, and my point here is that when you are connecting with something that's outside of your conscious mind, you get messages. And so I asked that question before I had the guided meditation. And when I was went into the guided meditation, I saw my future self. My future self was like a Mother Teresa. And I'm not saying like the, the Mother Teresa who's a nun, but it was like this wrinkly little hunched over woman, maybe like the woman who in Hansel and Gretel, um, but a nice woman. And, um, and I asked her, why I didn't find my purpose before now. And she responded to me, if I don't get choked up is you weren't meant to find it until now. So I want to leave you with that. Don't have regrets because you're late in the game. Don't have regrets because you're beating yourself up because you didn't do something sooner. You are here now and you probably were meant to walk this path that you're walking. And hallelujah that you are here. But I want you to know that when you meet your future self, she can tell you a lot. She can tell you a lot. And in that moment, it gave me the confidence. It gave me the um, just the understanding that there was something greater that was supporting me and guiding me. And, and dang it, I finally found it. And, and you know, I can beat myself up because I made a lot of wrong moves, but I wasn't going to make them anymore. And so I, I think that with guided visualizations, allow them to um, 
maybe give you little hints. And every time you do one, you could probably learn a little bit more. So as because if you had a an experience that didn't teach you much, you can learn more. Just keep trying, keep going at it, keep asking, uh, keep questioning, and keep being open to what 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 is there and what you can hear. Okay. All right. So <laughs> moving on. So, and hopefully now you've gotten clear about why you haven't believed that living from your purpose is possible or my, why you've been resistant to it, you know, because I shared a story about being resistant. Okay. So now back to the puzzle piece, pieces, blah, blah, blah. it's a tongue twister. So uh, there are five and I'm going to go over um, each puzzle piece and explain why each one in and of itself is critical to solving the purpose problem, but also why all of them in combination are needed. Okay, are you ready? Oh, five, well, thank you. I'm like <laughs> crying at the beginning of my presentation. Um, okay. Uh, okay, so you can't leave out one if you want the best results and if you want them in the quickest way possible. Because I think you'd like to avoid taking the meandering route like I did. And when they work together and was thinking of an analogy, I thought it's like a beautiful orchestra, right? It's like one instrument and it's like, eh, and, but there's this like beautiful symphony of music. Um, and so the experience suffers if you don't have the pieces put together and the results will never be as good. Um, and you don't want a half-assed purpose, right? <laughs> um, you'll get stuck along the way, I will say, probably. But these are the must-have pieces you'll need in order to start living your most purpose-filled and happiest future, the one that you desire and the one that you deserve. And the, and the desire doesn't have to be defined yet, but you desire something different. So I want to be clear, don't think you can't move forward because you don't know yet what that is. But part of one of the, the puzzle pieces and when you put to, them together, they create the desire, you'll, you'll, you'll know the desire. Um, so let's jump into learning more about them uh, and why they are necessary to become the sparked second half soul the world needs you to be. And so I, I use this term spark second half soul because that is what you become in the doing of the activity we've talked about. All right. So puzzle piece one, it's an S. It starts with an S. Does anybody can you guess what S might be? C. So C, you got to see it to believe it is the quote I'm going to give you today for that. So most people, well, let me, let me say it this way. Um, the, okay. Most people don't have a clue about their desires. Like I just said, um, because they're too busy dwelling on their past or, uh, dreading their future, right. Worried about their future or both. Right. Um, and this is the default setting for most humans. We boot ourselves up in the morning, our, our, our computer comes on, and where does our mind go? And uh, oftentimes, 
you know, we don't pull the covers over our head or we want to push the snooze button. Right. So that's kind of how we're living. Uh, and so that's the reason the first puzzle piece is C because you have to see it first. You have to see the desires and your future before you can live into it. Imagine it clearly in your mind so that you will believe it's possible. And so, okay, see, I wore my believe shirt. I love shirts with sayings, positive sayings on them. So this is my believe shirt. I think I got it at Target. Um, so if you aren't clear on your future, how does the universe know how to help you? And this is the problem. Most people worry about what they don't want. So guess what happens? And this might be a question on the quiz. That is what they manifest into their lives. You think what, about what you don't want and you're attracting that into your life. Negative vibrations cause more negative to be attracted into your life. So training your brain how to unsee what you don't want is a big part of getting this puzzle piece solidly in place. And the biggest mistake people make is thinking all they need to do is create a vision board. But it's so much more than that. First of all, they need to know what they're learning. Um, I think, I, oh, I'm going to jump the gun here. So, so most people have no idea what their innate learning style is. And, and so this is key in applying the seeing strategy so that it feels easy and fun. Some people aren't vision learners. And so you need to know that about yourself because if you've tried a vision board and it hasn't worked, it might be that. And so I would like to know all my teachers out there, they probably know, I come from, you know, my parents were teachers, my sister's a teacher, but they know that all students are not alike. The learning styles are different. That's why some students fail in the standardized tests. But adults don't, I mean, you don't grow up and change your learning style. You grow up to be an adult who has the same learning style as you did when you were a child. So you, it's more than just sitting down and writing a vision board and putting it and, you know, and it doesn't work for some people, right? So what if you could write the script for your future and it could be anything you want? And most of us aren't script writers, so this can be a challenge. Plus, when we limit ourselves by nature, because that's what our brain does, this can be very difficult. So <clears throat> you got a little taste of this puzzle piece by doing the visualization we did yesterday, but there's more to it. You're not guided. You create it. And believe it or not, this is what high-performing, uber-successful athletes do. And it is exactly what you must do to create the future you desire so it can be brought into your reality. You know, I know that like um, Michael Phelps, the swimmer, he he would visualize his strokes and swimming. Um, Olympic athletes visualize getting the medal and getting it hung around their neck. When you when you think you're going to fall during your race, guess what? <laughs> usually fall. And so it's um, this, this vis visualizing and creating your reality is very important. 
Um, and yes, you must learn how to imprint that vision into your psyche so it permeates your subconscious mind. You're basically kind of like brainwashing yourself, but it's bra brainwashing is a bad name. It's, it's a good thing in this case. But it's like creating the lifetime movie of your future in your head. But the problem is that um, most people are creating the movie of their past and they're reliving it and wishing they had a do-over from something that's done. And you can only go forward using the lessons of your past, not recreating them, not trying to re relive them and do them over. So you have to learn how to create that movie. And once you do, the excitement of your new sparked life really begins to set in. So is somebody having a tr trouble with the video? Always need to visualize using your sensor. Somebody might ha have a trouble. Um, I actually have a couple of students who are in the group. And so that sometimes they're, they're saying and help being helpful. Um, and so maybe somebody can help if there's a problem with somebody doing something with the video on their phone. I, I can't be distracted with the comments. I'll get to those at the end. All right. So, but you have to learn how to imprint that vision in your psyche. Uh, so it's like creating the lifetime movie. I said that, right? So, but you have to learn how to create that movie and you have to be all things in the creation of that movie. You have to be the producer, the director, and the actor. And right now we just play actor. We don't play the other roles we spend, and oftentimes we're letting somebody else be the director, right? Doing what they are telling us to do or doing what they want us to do. Um, and so we spend our lives being limited to a script someone else wrote. And thinking limitless is impossible for most. So can you imagine, I started thinking when I was working on this training about what would it be like without the movies you love most? Has there been, and please share in the, in the comments, has there been a movie that really kind of inspired you to do something in life or to, uh, you know, change the way you thought about something? Um, and, and I was thinking about this and I thought, and, and share what the movie is, because maybe there's a lot of common movies that, that made a difference to us, but, when I was 10, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid came out and I loved it. Oh my gosh. Even a 10 year old thinks Paul Newman and, and uh, what Robert Redford are hunks. Even, even at 10 years old, I, I was like, whoa. Um, but I loved Robert Redford and I loved that movie and I loved horses. And that just grew my love of horses so much. Um, that I asked for writing lessons. And at 10 years old, I started, well, I think at 12, I started getting riding lessons. And at age 14, I was able to get my own horse. So that movie inspired me to change my life, to change my future. Um, and then the notebook, the notebook was, I love, I know some people don't like that movie, you know, it's all fantasy. Um, but Actually, it made me think about my old boyfriend who eventually became my second husband. And my life would never 
would would have been so different. I, I and I remember we got back together. He told me that that was one of his favorite movies because we were both watching it and thinking about what could have been. And then we changed. And maybe maybe if we didn't see that movie, it wouldn't have influenced our lives. And so we can create our own movie and we can step into that movie. And so our lives get enriched by these stories and that's what you can do for your, for your own life. All right. Yeah. Love the notebook. Yep. All right. So, but there's another kind of seeing, and this is one that many don't use because they don't know how, or worse, they don't even know it's most powerful. It's a most powerful built-in tool. It's like humans are packaged with this and it's their third eye. So, it is a mystical, invisible eye, like in the middle of your forehead, and it provides perception beyond ordinary eyesight. And you can learn how to use it. In fact, in one of my guided visualizations, I, I'm like so, I was so disconnected from any person perception and like being able to see past my conscious, you know, I, I super blocked. But in one of my meditations, I saw that eye. And I, for me, that was like the first sign of, oh, I'm starting to get that connection. And that was like really, really um, exciting for me to know that like, you know, I'd, I'd broken through that busy and started to like hear more and see more. Um, and so, yeah. So now you know why the quote, seeing is believing is such an important piece of the purpose puzzle. All right, we're going on to puzzle piece two and it's a P. So I knew somebody would hate the notebook. Sorry about that. <laughs> but you have a, a special movie I'm sure that you like. All right, so P is plan as we talked about it, right? And I love this quote, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. When I first heard that quote many years ago, it was powerful because I was I was not planning. I was not a planner. And uh, well, I planned in my professional life. Isn't that crazy? Project manager, planner in my professional life. But in my personal life, didn't have a clue, didn't have a plan whatsoever. Didn't think it mattered. All right. So. Would you ever take a trip without knowing where you're going? <laughs> How many road trips have you taken and you didn't have a, a plan? And that's, that's what's happening in our life is many of us are flying completely blind, winging our way through this life. This so important, only one life we have that we're living. And that is why plan is the second puzzle piece because it gets you on the right road and keeps you from getting lost. So many of my students express feelings of overwhelm or disorganization. Um, in fact, they've adopted that identity. Like, I am a procrastinator. I am a disorganized person. I am, you know, you know it's I am. I am. I am. And that when you say that all the time, that that's, that's becomes who you are. And it's not who you are. It's who, who you believe yourself to be. But remember about beliefs, they're a big lie. So um, so I call these people because 
I have na- I like names, right? I call them overwhelm- overwhelmed wingers. Uh, and if you ever took my empty nest quiz, um, this is one of the, the roles that um, I say people get stuck in. Um, but overwhelmed wingers are like hamsters because they never feel accomplished because they keep running in circles without going anywhere and no direction, right? They don't have direction. So they'll keep going in circles. That's the only place they know to go. But a plan fixes that. And so you'll almost immediately, once you have a plan, feel calm and productive because you're focused. You're focused on your actions, right? So did you know that two thirds of the population does not plan? Uh, And do, do you think there's a connection to the statistic I shared in training one that over 50% wonder if there's more to life? Over 50% wonder if there's more to life and two thirds of the population don't plan. Maybe less people would wonder if there was more planning being done, huh? That kind of like struck me when I heard that statistic. So think of it like the chef, any bakers here? So be the chef of your life and you are creating new recipes. So you have your 2023 recipe. And if you don't, you need it. You need to get ready and get that recipe, you know, invented. And its ingredients are your goals for this year. And the instructions for your recipe are your action plan. And the, and so the steps you need to take to get to your goals are kind of like the action steps. And what I want to say real quickly is, you know, it doesn't have to be locked and loaded in stone because, you know, as you get clarity, as you go through the steps, you learn more. So I'm all about adjusting the plan. It's not like rigid. We're not talking about rigidity here. And we're just don't we don't want to completely wing it. Right. And so um, but the meal that comes out is going to be the yummiest, uh, most best tasting meal that you've you've ever eaten, eaten. Um, but yeah, that comes out of, you know, when you see uh, and, and then you start to create that recipe. All right. <clears throat> so I found that uh, the students that come into my program who are wingers um, either have a belief that planning takes too much time or they've tried it and not found value in it. So maybe it's because the to-do list is task focused, filled with tasks or chores or things that don't have real meaning. And it doesn't mean that like, oh, once I ha- I find purpose, I'm never going to have to do chores again. No, but you just need to have enough of the things on your list that give you passion along with the, you know, unloading the dishwasher or whatever chore you might have. Fortunately, my husband does that one. I hate that chore. <laughs> All right. So, but when you start planning you find it actually saves time and that gives a deep feeling of satisfaction because you feel when you're doing it correctly and you're planning things that spark you, it's like, you know, you, you just have this feeling of productivity that you didn't have before and, and you're efficient. You have this sense of efficiency um, because before you were flailing. So I like to say, you know, if you, fail to plan your plan to fail. I like to say you plan to flail. <laughs> that's my, that's my, your spin on the quote. 
And so when you don't plan, you flail. And when you do plan, you, you feel this efficiency that you're going to have and you actually are saving time because of the efficiency you gain. That's the idea. So how many of you feel unproductive or overwhelmed or both on most days? I would love to know, like, do you, do you, do you resonate with unproductive? I'm not getting anything done. You'd be surprised at how much we actually get done once you start to, to have a, have a plan to work. Um, and then overwhelmed or both, I would love to know, but planning is the antidote for that. So it's, it's like the, the, the anti-venom. <laughs> so you don't want to plan to the point of adding overwhelm, I will say though. So this is the tricky balance that we must master because some plans will overwhelm you. So that's why I developed my own unique system because I never felt productive. I was, I was as busy as anyone could be, but I never felt like I accomplished anything. Oh my gosh, there weren't enough hours in the day, but at the end of the day, I felt like I didn't do anything. How is that possible? And so I needed a tool that helped me feel accomplished that was simple <laughs> and, it, and that didn't lead to more overwhelm because I was already overwhelmed. So now I teach this method to my students inside the Second Half Spark School because they too can build and implement their own purpose plan. And that's what I call it. It's like a purpose plan um, because that's the focus of it, right? Uh, a plan that lights you up. Um, and I, I tell you, I went through... Um, a stack. Um, the problem with most goal-based planning systems, they're brain-based. And so we end up with goals that are logical and not desires of the heart. And I tried, I, in this drawer right here, I, 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 was, I, I should have brought them all out to show you, but I have a stack of probably about five or six different planners that I tried. So I tried many of them. And I gave them each about like six weeks to try. So it wasn't like I didn't like, it wasn't like I tried them for a day or two and, and scrapped them. So the good news is that this system is the result of my trials and errors, uh, trying and failing at many different planning systems until I finally decided to scrap them all and create my own. I had to create something that worked for me. So if you want to take a few months and spend over a hundred dollars on planners, uh, yeah, the, I, a pretty planner is great, but if the inside doesn't do much for you, it's, it's, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So, um, yeah, but I would hate for you to spend a hundred dollars on planners that don't work and do the exact same research. So that is an option, but, um, my system is, and I use it every single day. And, um, I got a remarkable last year on my birthday, and I import the PDFs into my Remarkable now. And my Remarkable just had a, had a problem, but fortunately right before the warranty. So it's going out to, the, to, the, to, the, to get replaced. But I, I have my paper, I have my paper uh, copies. And so that's what I'm doing instead of my Remarkable. But, but yeah, it's, it's, I, I religiously use it every single day. I practice what I preach. But this puzzle piece is really equivalent to the user guide the user guide to building a plan designed by you and for you uh, that will excite you so that you feel focused, productive, purposeful, 
And that's important. I, I, I misspelled that on purpose, purposeful with your time. So the spark system is your shortcut, really, to a much more fulfilling and joyful existence, I like to say. Okay. Puzzle piece three. It's an A. Do you know what an A is? <laughs> it's not an apple. It, it's, it's not awesome, but it is awesome. It's aligned action. And so actually when, when I started, when I first did the second half spark school, it, it was just action, but it had to, it, it can't just be action. There, there is a, a, a reason it's aligned action. So when it's not aligned action, I call it wrong. You're doing the wrong things. Or, or I mean, you can get lucky maybe and do the right things. But typically, if, you, if it's not aligned, uh, there's a high chance it, it might be wrong. So I just thought all that wrongdoing is exhausting, isn't it? Because if you feel exhausted, your, pro your action is not aligned. So the big mistake that um, passionless people, the biggest mistake passionless people make, sorry, it's off to the right um, pretty far. Oh, it looks good on the screen. Okay. On my screen, it's, it's almost to the edge. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So the biggest mistake that uh, passionless people make is that their to-do list is filled with the wrong things. Most of us are very action-oriented we're go-getters, we're busy people. Busy people are action takers and action is important. But for many, and if you're in inaction, you're definitely not aligned. So, uh, but but for many, um, our actions are meaningless to us, which neg negatively impacts our ability to find purpose. It's a block. And that's why you need the third puzzle piece of aligned action. So this is the puzzle piece where you begin the right doing and I call the right doing uh, um, when you start executing on your plan that has purpose, it's, it's based on heart centered actions. <clears throat> Unaligned action would be an activity that feels blah to you. Meh. So what's something on your to do list? You can you can answer here. But what's something on your to do list that um, you keep procrastinating? That's a hint. Something you keep procrastinating is something that is, is you know, and a kick the can down your the road because um, it's just, just not exciting you, you. Now, there's some things we have to do because, you know, there's have to do them to get to our goal. It might not be our most favorite thing, but we have to like do them. Um, but yeah, th th they should all add up in the end to something that really lights you up. So if you're always taking unaligned action, do you think you'll ever be excited to get out of bed in the morning? Will you, if, if, if you know, and I know because some of my students come to me where they're in bed and they can't get out of bed. In fact, they saw my ad for the, for this training uh, or a free training workshop I did in the past and it, they couldn't get out of bed. So I know that that, that happens. And so they don't have, they, they don't have any reason to get motivated. And it was also, you know, some of them it was, during COVID, it was very difficult time as well. So no, no, you never will be motivated. And so look at your list and how much of it feels unexciting, uninspiring, or worse, draining. It's actually draining you. You, you know, it's that hole in your cup. It's draining your cup. All right. 
So when your actions are aligned, the activity is aligned with your soul. And that's why it feels so darn good. It's working from your most authentic self and it will light you up. It will light you on fire. It will light the fire in your belly. So misalignment happens when you work on brain-based actions, things you should do versus heart-based ones, which is things you get to do. So think of it this way. If, sh- if you're saying a lot of should and or I could, those are probably up coming from the brain. Things that come from the heart or is like, I get to, oh my God, I get to. That's like the difference, right? So think about that. Be awakened to that. So do you have a little voice in your head that is trying to convince you to do a certain task? Is it pushing against an invisible force? It's like, I'm going to do it. It's like like a, a field, you know, Hunger Games. You can't get past that field. Well, that invisible force might just be your soul trying to push you back away in the other direction and guiding you to what is aligned and aligned action. That's resistance and resistance. Pay attention to it. We, we tend to uh, beat ourselves up about having resistance, it, it, but it's a sign. And so you want to really know when that's happening to you. But when you work on the right things, all of a sudden you find yourself more energetic and productive than ever because the right things have more meaning to you and that makes you passionate. That's the passion that comes in. So the biggest shift is that taking aligned action is like a muscle you need to build. It's so easy to slack on your workouts. I'm sure you can relate. You know, you're trying to like get on the workout train and you fall back into your old bad habits pretty quickly, right? So it's like being busy for the sake of being busy and saying yes to things you don't want to, but you do them to please others. And so that's what happens when you're misaligned. You're like feeling like you're having to force yourself to do it. And so, yeah, you you just have to start to recognize and build that muscle of knowing when it's aligned and when it's not. All right. So, and just like a new exercise regimen, um, that in order to make it stick, it requires the creation of new habits. Taking aligned action needs to be habitualized. But it actually goes deeper than that. It's like, you know, adding the right music into the exercise routine, Uh, you know, uh, here, here go with the music again, but, uh, you know, the music you love. So it's like, first of all, it's tuning to the right frequency, the not right station, right? Um, well, the right frequency is your, your high, getting connected to your higher self, but you want the station with the music that you love, right? Too. It's like the, the loud and clear straight from your soul. The ones that, you know, like the eighties pop music would be mine, Um, And so, yeah, that's what you need to do. These you have to habitualize these actions and there's specific actions that uh, you need, you know, habitual habits that that's kind of like saying the word twice. Um, You can't define the word with the word. Right. But anyways, it's creating these habits with these new actions that support the aligned the alignment that you've discovered. 
um, that support your authentic self, essentially. All right. Okay, we're gonna puzzle piece four. We're almost got all the puzzle put together. So it's R, and I don't think anyone will guess this one because this was my invention. My invention was the R. Disco music, yeah. I will survive. Um, okay, so it's recon. And this, you know, was when I was trying to define these pieces a few years ago, uh, I was like, what, what, what would this be called? You know, I knew this piece existed, but I just didn't know what to name it. And got this download and I was like, this is it. So go deep within yourself and be fearless in the search of the treasure you are, but have momentarily forgotten. It's a Graham Joyce quote. So again, I want to repeat it. Go deep within yourself and be fearless in search of the treasure you are, but have momentarily forgotten. We've actually more than momentarily forgotten it, I will say. But when I read this quote, I was like, this is what this piece of the puzzle is all about. And this is so critical. The fourth puzzle piece is recon, which is short for reconnaissance because it requires specific investigation into who you really are and how to get aligned with your authentic self. So recon is defined, if you look up the definition, military observation of a region to locate an en enemy. That's how like the army or the military defines it. But instead of an outsider, you are looking for the enemy within. So you are both the tracker, the looker for the enemy and the enemy. So we have an enemy within because we've lost sight of who we are. So this recon mission won't actually be any military action, of course, but it may feel like you're in an intensive boot camp, but it's a mental one, not a physical one. So anybody out there done like exercise, <laughs> we would exercise the brain. Um, but yeah, the truth is most people do not have the right thinking required to do this work. They have to learn it. Their thinking is all wrong. And we talked about that yesterday. But the problem is that the people whose thinking is wrong think it's right. So how can you com complete your mission successfully if you don't know what you're looking for? It'd be like the impossible mission, like Jim Phelps, wasn't his name, and the possible mi mission impossible. Yes. Um, so, yeah, this is such critical work here. Um, but the real work is to find out why your thinking is wrong. And in order to do that, you have to revisit your past. You must revisit your past on a level you likely have never done. And in doing so, you reconnect with who you really are. So it's revisiting and reconnecting. Revisiting your past, reconnecting with your authentic self. Because honestly, many of us are wearing a mask, trying to fit in and please others, and have lost sight of our most authentic version. 
when you don't even completely understand who you are, what your gifts and desires are, and how to interpret your past experiences and allow those aspects to inform you. And this is by no means your fault. It's how we humans are wired with a need to be accepted and to fit in. We wear a mask so we will be liked, so we will be accepted. And you can never, but you can never be fully aligned with the purpose you came here for if you are continued to be disconnected from your authentic self, if you continue to be misaligned. Your thoughts have likely been misguiding you and keeping you from truly knowing and accepting and embracing yourself. And maybe you got a glimpse of her yesterday. And that's why some of you had such an amazing experience because you reconnected with your authentic self. So personality expert, Alex Paulos, who I interviewed on my podcast and personally worked with, says that at least 70% of the population is operating from an inauthentic state. And he calls it wearing a mask. That's why I use that terminology. And what that means is that they have no awareness that they're walking around in this inauthentic state. And so it's like Halloween every day of the year, right? And and honestly, it's not just a mask. It's a whole like outfit. (laughs) It's like a whole persona. Um, And so it means that most of my students have huge shifts when they realize this and finally stop suppressing who they were born to be. It's very hard to get out of this on your own when you're, when you're out of alignment. So you know how when your car's out of alignment, you have to go to the car doctor. So yeah, it's, it's a blind spot. And let me tell you, I can actually see the energy shift visibly when people get into alignment. Uh, yeah, so one student, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I should, uh, I forgot I had this in here. Um, yeah, I've been told that by my students that this work has had a significantly profound effect on their lives and the lives of their loved ones. So I, because I imagine that if you're in a marriage and for some reason you're disconnected in that marriage, it's like you're a different person than the person that the your your spouse married, right? They've probably changed too. They're probably living in authentic as well. Um, and so, but it, it it affects the lives of their loved ones. And so really not just the transformation of the person, but the transformation of the family. Uh, it's, it, it, yeah, the relationships. Um, and one student, she had a complete block of time from her childhood and could not revisit it through the work we did. But she was patient. Sometimes this work requires patience. You can't force it. And eventually was able to do the recon necessary. And it allowed her to identify the enemy within her that had been created by her wrong thinking. And it and she righted her thinking and reconnected with her authentic self, which was, you know, being suppressed and it changed everything for her. Uh, 
All right, number five, piece five. So this is a K. I love this one too. This is a good one. One of my favorites. Uh, so there's no such thing as chance. It's all preordained like kismet. So the two biggest problems with people who are struggling to find purpose is, and we talked about this yesterday. That's why I wanted to talk about it. So important. The lack of belief their purpose exists and the lack of knowledge about the energetic powers outside of them at play. All right. So, well, I say, well, let me go back for a second. What I want to say is uh, the lack of knowledge or disbelief. So they can maybe not know, but some like don't believe. So that, you know, it's sort of like a limiting belief. Oh, I've got to do all the heavy lifting. They have this help, this energetic help, but they aren't asking for it. They're like, I'll do it myself, right? So that's what they do. And then they don't have what they want. So, yeah. So the fifth and final piece um, is kismet, which is all about adopting that soul deep knowing your purpose exists along with an unshakable faith that you'll find it because it's why you came here and learning how to use those energetic powers to assist you. That's what you can do. And so your, oops, your purpose is your fate, I believe. So if you're not sparked, you have not yet found your purpose because your fate is to be happy, to have, be joyful, to have peace. And if you don't have that, then you haven't lived to your fate yet. And so, or you found it and veered away from it, like we talked about, you know, you came to the roadblock and you went down the other path, not understanding what it was or seeing the signs. So it's time to get to work on that, right? Yes. It's time to start playing that childhood game of cold, warmer, colder. Remember, did you play that game? Excuse me. And if you didn't, the game, you'd, you'd be it. And somebody would say, somebody who was directing you would say, oh, the, 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 they don't tell you the object, but they're looking at an object. And you're wandering around blindfolded and they're like, cold. And then you start to get close to it and they're like warm and then you're like warmer, hot, you know, when you get, you know, get, get to the object. And that's what I feel like that's what we're doing with our purpose. We, we're we're going to get warm. We're going to get that little spark. That's what the spark is, is warm. And then you get hotter and hotter and a flame. Right. So but if you're feeling late to the game, it's totally OK. Remember, I was very late. I told you the story about talking to my future self, my old wrinkly version um, but even when I first had the inkling, it wasn't fully realized and it's been a work in progress. I just knew that once I had this activity that I was doing that I loved, I was excited to wake up into the in the morning. It didn't matter that it was just a few hours a week, um, but I was excited about it and I looked forward to doing it. And, it, and I had, um, I don't think I was planning at the time. <laughs> That's why it took me so long. Um, but I was way more energized uh, about what was on my to-do list. So I had my little checklist, but I didn't actually plan out anything. 
All right. Yeah. So uh, the one other thing that I wanted to mention too, is when you're playing that game of like warmer, hot, this came to me is that um, when, when you are playing that game with the universe and listening, so call it, you know, your intuition, your spirit, your angel guides, whatever, you know, call it those energetic powers that are at play with you. They're whispering warmer in your ear. But the problem is we're all wearing AirPods, right? <laughs> That's our problem. I got them right here. You got to take them off. Even the music's got to stop. You got to, you know, got to be listening. All right. So, um, but when you put this puzzle piece in place, it means you've acquired this unwavering belief you have a purpose. You know, it's inside of you just waiting to be revealed. And you know you have help and you know how to use the help. You have faith in the help. You not only have faith in your purpose, you have faith in the help. So I have a really powerful story I'm going to share right now. I'm going to read it. So the little reading story time. But when I, when I first read this story, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to share this because this is what I'm talking about. All right. So you ready? Once there was a man that used to climb mountains. One day he decided to climb a particular mountain and was so confident in his abilities that he didn't bother doing research and making a plan beforehand. He didn't make a plan. One day he decided to pack up his gear and started his upward track. When he reached halfway up the mountain, he stopped, had some food and looked at the view. He took a moment to thank God for everything he had, including the chance to see the beautiful world from this height. The climber carried on a bit longer than he should have, and soon the sun was setting. The sky turned dark and clouds started moving in. The man should have rested and continued his upward climb the next day, but he continued his mission. He didn't wait till the next day. He pushed, he forced it. Because all of the clouds and the height of the mountains, the climber couldn't see anything and lost his way. Sound familiar? The black you can't see <laughs> ahead. Undaunted, he continued to climb despite his disorientation and confusion. He thought God would guide him and protect him. And with his faith, he kept climbing for hours and not even sure he was moving up or down or sideways. He continued climbing into the night, growing cold and moving more by instinct and what he thought to be faith guiding his path. And then while reaching out over an outcropping ledge, he slipped and fell into the air, falling at great speed. He kept falling. And in this moment of fear, all good and bad episodes of his life started to come to his mind. He was thinking about how close death was getting when all of a sudden he felt the rope tied to his waist, pull him very hard. He stopped falling and his body hung limp in the air. Only rope was holding him. And in that moment of stillness, he had no other choice but to scream, help me, God. All of a sudden, a deep voice coming from the sky answered. And I apologize. I don't have a good God voice. What do you want me to do? The man replied, save me. God said, do you really think that I can save you? The man replied, of course, I believe. God asked, will you do exactly as I tell you? The man replied, of course, I will do whatever you ask of me. Then trust in me and cut the rope 
tied to your waist, free yourself, and you will be saved. God replied. There was a moment of silence. The rope was the only thing that was keeping the man from falling. He began to weep and clutch tighter to the rope and felt cold and darkness wrap around him, wrap itself around him. The voice spoke no more. The next morning, a rescue team reported that a climber was found dead and frozen, his hands still clutching the rope. He was hanging only three feet from the ground. This story, people, gets me every time. I get chills every time I read it. This is faith. And he did not walk the talk. He said he would. He was using faith all on his walk, supposedly. But when it came to the choice, he chose fear over unshakable trust. So can you trust the universe enough to cut the rope that is keeping you suspended in the life you are settling for? For the life that isn't leaving you sparked? Or you follow the example of the mountain climber and choose doubt and fear and the consequences that follow that choice. It's super powerful. Hopefully that, like, you know, that's what faith is. Faith is this knowing and this trusting that there are the, the energetic forces want you to be happy and your higher self is trying to help you be happy. And these pieces of the puzzle are what will get you there. But faith is the most important thing because if you don't have that, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> now, let's see. <laughs> I think I, when you put, yeah, okay, I told you the story. Okay, now I'm going to the second bullet. Just want to make sure I'm in the right. Yeah, I told the story. Okay, along with your new faith and purpose belief, I'm calling your, your belief that you have a purpose, your purpose belief. You need to create the beliefs that will support the lifetime movie you've created, which means you need to get rid of all those limiting beliefs that have been keeping you stuck. When you go to work on identifying your thoughts that help you uncover and, and adjust your underlying beliefs, you change your world. Have you ever heard the comment, you, ch you change your thought, change your thoughts, change your life? Yes, that's exactly true. Getting rid of the old beliefs that aren't aligned with who you really are and rewiring those bad circuits in your brain helps you get out of your head and into your heart. As one of my students, Sandra, so eloquently put it after she mastered this incredibly simple process. Um, yeah, she said, I, I was like in my own way. Um, but this is... Um, <clears throat> isn't just about getting your beliefs right. It's more science, actually. There are 12 universal laws and understanding those and knowing how to use them is key. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of people are familiar with the law of attraction. That is, that's science, actually, um, because this, the book, The Secret, that's just one of the 12 universal laws uh, that I teach, um, which is important to know about how you can easily attract the things you want in your life and stop attracting what you don't want. So 
the law of attraction is more associated with manifestation uh, specifically. But I can tell you from my own personal experience and learning and applying this puzzle piece that this work has been the most life-changing and magical for me. Uh, because, well, I think, I think, you know, for me, just having, knowing that purpose existed and knowing that I had help, I was trying to force everything and heavy lift everything. Um, and maybe, maybe that's you. Um, maybe that one of the other puzzle pieces, um, resonated with you more, but, um, solve the puzzle and find everyday meaning. Uh, so can you see, so the puzzle we put the puzzle together. Um, and so I want you to know that the puzzle is really spark. And that's what the puzzle is all about, is creating that spark, using those five pieces to get that spark. So can you see how quickly things will change when you be begin putting the, the uh, purpose puzzle together using these very critical pieces? Each piece represents a component component of the spark system, uh, which is my methodology that I teach in the second half spark school that literally transforms at a level. It's amazing. Um, and once you solved your puzzle using this methodology, guess what? You start living from your purpose and experiencing everyday meaning and true happiness in your life. You become sparked. You become sparked. You have a, a you know, the path to follow. Um, but there's one thing I want to make sure to highlight that might be blocking you from the life you desire. I touched on it, but I want to make sure we go over it. Um, so I got a slide on it. Um, your higher self always knows. So our, our, our human self often blocks our ability to... Um, see, to find, to learn, uh, to imagine. So the problem is, and this is the challenge of all humans, is that we base our decisions on logic, which is our brain. That This is totally me all the time. We weigh decisions based on the data we collect, and we do the thing that makes the most sense. And what is the data we collect? It's our beliefs. It's our facts that we've created. Our, our, it's our fake news we've created. And we're making decisions based on our misaligned self. Uh, and so that's what happens. So even if it goes against what our heart wants, because we're always doubting our heart. So the truth of the matter is that logic comes from ego, which is limited by our human experience. Uh, and so uh, call it your human self. So when you think of ego, think of human, this is your human self, um, versus your soul, which is an all knowing and trying to guide you. Um, and so we, we very rarely consult with our higher self, but, um, I heard this term, these terms, and I loved it so much that I, I'm going to share it is little me is the ego and big me is the all-knowing. And so if you think of the, the little me as like a, a scared little child. And so the, like the little scared child that doesn't want to, doesn't want answers, doesn't want to look outside the comfort zone. Um, and big me is like, uh, you know, trying to help the little me. But if that little me 
isn't even listening and has AirPods in, then big me can't get through. So I, I felt that little me and the, and the big me was helpful for me because little me ego sometimes has this connotation of, Oh, like, um, go like, you know, big ego, but it's really a little, little me is a, a little scared, little, little child in there. And the little child, because we're, you know, if you think about our beliefs and where they come from our childhood, right. But the majority of my life unfolded based on decisions made by my little me. And when my gut or my heart tried whispering to me, I basically told it to shut up, <laughs> nip it, right? Because it either didn't make sense or doing it would upset others or doing it felt too scary. So can you recall a past decision you made that was brain-based and not heart-centered? And now looking back, you're thinking maybe you should have made a different choice. Maybe something you're dwelling on that you need to move on from. So many of my life decisions were a brain versus heart battle. It's like a battle, right? And guess who won? And maybe that led me to material success. Yeah, my brain got me a great job and made me a lot of money and a nice house and lots of cars, but not true internal happiness. I married the man my brain said to marry, not the one my heart told me to, which led to divorce 25 years later. And finally, marrying the boy I fell in love with at 18 when I was 50. So, and I took the job that made the most money, but not the one my heart told me to. I mentioned I wanted to be a social worker, but instead I became an executive at a Fortune 500 company, having anxiety attacks and being miserable. And this was my pattern. And maybe you're recognizing similar patterns in your life. So I finally had to stop myself and ask, what if I follow my heart? What if I go after what I really want? What if I figure out what I really want? Because <laughs> I didn't even know that. But I, what if I figure it out? and go after it. What is the worst that could happen? I might be alone. I might lose money. I might lose my house. People would talk. The neighbors, oh my gosh. But then I asked myself, but what does that all matter if I'm not happy now? I mean, what is life really about anyway? And you, and you see these people that have horrible conditions and they are so happy still. What is that? And the people who have material success can't be happy. <clears throat> so your higher self knows and the, your higher self is trying to lead you and tell you. So what would you choose? So when it comes down to it, would you choose things over happiness? Or are you choosing things over happiness? And what if, just what if you took the risk to do something you've never done and followed your heart and ended with both? What if you cut the rope and you got everything you wanted? After all, you chose faith. Or in the process, you lost some stuff, but you found some stuff. 
So that's pretty amazing, right? You found what the good stuff, all the good stuff. So that's when it hit me. That's when I realized the one thing that could never be taken away. And it was the one thing that has actually been driving me all along, but I just didn't see my desire to matter, to have what I did matter, to be of value, to have a life of purpose, to follow my heart and do the things that feel right. This feels right. Being here with you, helping you have shifts feels amazing and right for me. On purpose, and I, I love this distinction, this came to me, is on purpose, we always do things on purpose, right? It's like you have a to-do list, and if, you, if it's on your to-do list, it's, it's purposeful. It's not purposeful, it's purposeful. Um, but you're doing it, you're doing what you think is right, it's on purpose. So, you know, if you have intention on it, it's on purpose. But just because it's intentional doesn't mean it has real meaning to you. Of purpose is doing what feels of purpose. Of purpose is doing what feels aligned and right to you. On purpose is brain. Of purpose is heart. But most of us are so blocked from our heart's whispers, we don't know how to access them. It requires the development of new habits. It requires the mastery of the five puzzle pieces. It requires tapping into your intuition. It requires seeing things that you'll likely never be able to see without guidance, unfortunately. But what's at stake here? Living the rest of your life disconnected from your heart's whispers and never discovering your purpose that is in perfect alignment with your soul? Which means solving your own purpose puzzle requires a connection with your higher self. And that's why I really wanted to talk about your higher self. And, and it co goes back to kismet because your, your, your kismet is not only the belief and the faith, but it's, it's knowing um, that you had, you ha your higher self came here knowing that agreement. The, your higher self knows that faith. And a lot of us don't know that exists. We're just trying to do all the heavy lifting. So I love the saying, day one or one day. Uh, having worked with so many women who made their day one decision to take the fast train out of the unhappy, motivated, overwhelmed, and passionless place they were in and uh, join the second half spark school, I know for a fact that what guided them and what has drawn you here to this point is your higher self. Your limiting beliefs did not draw you here. Your unconscious mind, which has been beating you up and, you know, battering you, <laughs> uh, did not get you here. Your higher self nudged you here. That was taking aligned action. So the good news is that you've already started listening. But this is a, a skill few, that few have mastered and honestly and sadly never will. So that's why this is at the core of the work I do with my students inside the program. Uh, there, my students learn in a variety of ways. There's teaching videos. There's 
exercises, there's personality tests and coaching calls, and it's the application of all of these techniques and combination that contributes to the acceleration of the transformation they receive and learning the, the, the puzzle pieces and applying them to their own unique situation. Um, and honestly, that's the hardest part to explain um, the coaching aspect because uh, it, you, it's, it's one of those things that you can't really explain. So what I thought I'd do is show a video. It's like two and a half minutes. Um, it's just a compilation of some of the comments from some of my students. So I'd love to share it with you. Uh, and so I'll do that right now. It's pleasantly surprised to find out that I'm not alone, first of all. Lori creates an environment that is so comfortable and safe. That's what I really liked about the program is we had this group support. I just loved the Zoom calls. We're all there for the same reason. We have different backgrounds, but we're all there for the same reason. Ironically, we're all as different as we are. We're all very much the same. We really leaned on each other we learn to trust each other. Meeting the other women in my group was a wonderful surprise and we've become friends and I love that. The sense of community with a bunch of women all over the country and you know I usually connect better in person but to hear everybody else's stories and to connect with them and to feel that I wasn't alone really made me feel validated in my feelings because I used to think, I'm not going to lie, I used to think I was kind of crazy. We learned in the coaching calls, not only from our own things we were working through, but through others. We learned so much from each other and we got a lot of strength from each other and bounced ideas off each other. And that made this all the richer for me. And what's tremendous in the group scenario is that we totally support each other. There's, there's private messaging going on between each other that Lori's maybe not even aware of. Sometimes you get into your own way of thinking and it's hard to see some other way. And so listening to people, uh, how they were managing certain things and then listening to Lori and, and how she helped guide people to a certain place to help them progress. I really love that part. It's sometimes difficult to be vulnerable, but then you realize the love that's involved and the embracing of having, like having your girlfriends there. I think someone called us Spark Sisters, and I really like that because I never had a sister. I got so many more insights, not only from my own things I was working through, but what other people were. When we would have our um, calls, even listening to somebody else's coaching time, the exact things that I wanted to improve in myself were coming up. So it was very valuable. It's just tremendous to see with each other, how each other is cheering each other on. And if we didn't leave all, live all across the world, <laughs> uh, you know, it would be so great to just get together and hug each other. Okay. Did you enjoy that? I love my, my students are so amazing. They worked so hard to find themselves and get back in touch with their authentic souls. Yes, they're amazing. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, 
w- one of those people is older than grandma Moses. I'll just tell you. <laughs> so uh, never think you're too old. Uh, I know some people are probably looking at that and saying, oh, I'm older than them. I'm different than them. But no, we're ultimately all very similar. All right. So just have a couple of slides left and we'll wrap up and we'll do our drawing. So I just want to leave you with some questions real quickly. So choices. So think about these as choices. Are you going to be the person who chooses fear, continues to choose fear, probably for many, and ends up staying in your comfort zone where the magic will never happen, or the person who takes the unknown path, scary, in faith that your purpose will be revealed, which is really more scary, right? Uh, Are you going to be the person who chooses to listen to your negative thoughts and continue to be driven by them or the person who taps into the guidance from your higher self? Are you going to be the person who chooses to dwell on your past and worry about your future or the person who focuses on the present moment and appreciates it and listens and in so doing creates the future you desire? Are you going to be the person, the type of person who takes the time to invest in free training and gets handed the key that will unlock the life you want and then do nothing with it? Or are you going to be the type of person who takes the key and says, I'm ready to friggin' open the door. Let's do this. Um, So 13 years or six weeks. And I just thought this was a really powerful, I had this, it's another download I had, and created this just because I thought it said a lot. Um, So what's going to happen is there's going to be some of you, sadly, that do the the first thing. Now you've taken action. That, that little, little small black mark is the free training that you just finished. So you've taken in, you've taken action but you, it's, it's you stopping, you're stopping. You're like, this is enough. I got this. Um, what that doesn't show is the probably a backwards um, going backwards. Uh, but that, that could, could potentially happen too. Or you could do it the way I did it, which is the 13 year way. And I just thought that represented pretty much what I did. <laughs> so I went this way. I married the wrong person. We did that for 25 years. Okay. I was on that path for a little while. Came this way. I did that. Or, you know, and so that is, the long way. I tried all these different plans. None of them really worked for me. So that's kind of like, yeah, you could do that. Might not take 30, 13 years because now you know what the pieces are. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of blind spots in there and it's going to take time to, to figure those out. Or you go the direct route, which is getting help, having a supportive community, and having the tools and exercise that will open your eyes very quickly to what the problems are and give you guidance on how to rewire that brain of yours to have it start working for you instead of against you. So if you're ready to cut 13 years of trial and error down to six weeks, that's what it takes to go from unmotivated, aimless, and meh to excited, focused, and sparked about life. And I will be ready and waiting for you on the other side of the door inside 
my life-changing program, the Second Half Spark School. And just to reiterate, this is the exact same process. I created this process based on what, what I got and how I got to my, my purpose how I, I used it to uncover my purpose, which means you too can take your life from wherever it is right now to the spark future you desire even faster than you thought possible using this program and methodology. It's the system I wish I had when I needed it so much. Didn't have a book, didn't have anything. The moment I identified my purpose, it was a game changer. And I accomplished more, let me tell you, with the plan that I created, I accomplished more in my first 12 months after applying the system than I had in the previous five years that I had an inkling of what it was and I started the doing as a health coach. And when I, uh, yes, and uh, yeah, I already said that, yeah. And so when I began operating from that purpose, that matters so deeply to me, my fears took a back seat. I, I went outside of my comfort zone, did things I couldn't even imagine that I would have done before, which allowed me to fully you know, step outside. And it also, I, I had this conviction that was so like, nothing could stop me, right? Nothing can stop me. Um, and it just seeped into my core being, this 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 belief, this faith. Um, and I just want you to know that I believe that belief, I believe that belief, I believe that faith is your armor, is what you need. You need to build this faith armor, and that's the biggest armor against your fear. And you don't you don't want to stay in that fear state, which will keep you stuck and stagnant, right? So a proven process with proven results. Yes. The second half spark school walks you through a, a proven process. It's designed for efficiency. I, there's no reason to waste time, no reason to spend, you know, more time. Uh, I, I, I did have it at eight weeks for a little while. I was like, no, let's do it six weeks. Let's do it six weeks. See if that works. It's very effective. Right. But the real hidden gem is by you committing to do the work, to find passion and purpose. By you doing that, you enhance other people's lives because you show up with more energy, you show up with more enthusiasm and you show up as your authentic self that you might not have felt like for years, if ever. And since us women tend to fill other people's cups while emptying our own. The person that you become in this process will have a full cup that overflows to everybody else's cups. That's the idea here. That's how you enhance other people's lives. You become this overflowing cup. So the doors uh, to the second half spark school only opened eight days total last year, and they'll be opening soon. So on Monday, I'll give you all of the details so you'll know if you're the right fit for the program and if the program is the right fit for you. So I encourage you to, you know, make the best choice for you. Um, I hope that you've received great value from this three-part training. Again, we're going to be able to meet on Saturday. Uh, and I hope it's shifted you thinking about what is possible for you and what is possible for the rest of your life. 
I, I have this little tagline. I like make the rest your best. There's no reason it can't be. And I urge you to put your dreams, even if you don't know what they are yet, front and center. Put figuring out your purpose at the top of your priority list. Change your life and change the lives of the people you live with, the people you love, and the people you haven't even met yet. That's powerful, right? You can be that person that shifts things for other people by shifting them for yourself. And most importantly, become the spark's second half soul that the universe needs from you. We need that from you. Consider this. If this decision was placed in front of someone you love, how would you advise them? A child you love, your BFF, would you tell them to continue with their passionless life? All it starts with is a spark. All you need is a spark. But once you put all of your purpose puzzle pieces together, like I said, the fire in your soul will be raging and the future you weren't even able to dream about before you entered the school becomes possible. Ask Denise Hughes. Crazy what's happened to her. Yes. So thank you. One thing I want to tell you is if you are one of a fast decision, you're like, I'm doing it. Um, I just know it's it's the right thing. And you already believe that working closely with me over the next six weeks will get you on the fast train to Sparksville. A little play there on the, the monkeys. Uh then there's a wait list and it was at secondhalfsparkschool.com. You can go enter your name right now and you will be the first person. We, we let the wait list know in advance when we, when we open the doors. We actually, it's kind of like meet and greet where you, you get in and you get to see the stuff a little early. So if, if that's you, get on the wait list. Um, there might be a little extra bonus. Um, but thank you so much for being a part of this, this interactive workshop. I hope you've enjoyed it. I know some people get in here and they're like, they think they're getting a webinar and they're getting this whole like experience. But um, yeah, I appreciate you hanging out with me. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I just want to say, as you can tell, I'm super passionate. Um, I have amazing energy. I wasn't like this before. I have this energy. I have this belief system that is driving me that I know is what possible is possible for you. And I'm fighting for you with all of my being right now. I want you to know that you can have something better than what you've been settling for. And I am deep. I'm living my deeper later, later in life purpose, I'll call it. Um, and I am deeply committed to helping you. And so if you're ready to make it a number one priority, and I just want to also end, I think this is the last thing I have um, other than the prize drawing, but I just want to re-emphasize you have unlimited potential. Your higher self knows this, but we don't see it. It's a blind spot. But I know because you're here, you're ready to tap into that. And so let this be the day you decide no more one day no more meandering route or inaction. And that means your day one is just a few days away. And that's dang exciting. And I can't be more excited to be by your side and guide you 
as you embark on this amazing adventure. I like to say that I have the best seat in the house, get to get to watch a game that I know is going to be one. Uh, and yeah, my favorite teams playing and that's my students. All right. So let's finish up and do the prize drawing. Okay. You guys are ready. All right. Any questions? Let me go see if there's questions too. Get out of here. Let me. Whew. Okay. Remove. Okay. Here I am. Hello. 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 Let me move my camera over here so you can see me better. Okay. So I am thinking of a number, you know, by the way, you might not know this, but uh, we made a mistake last night. Somebody else was faster to the keyboard. I, I think there's a delay on some machines. And so it just so happens that the number I picked, a lot of people picked. So we, we gave away two prizes instead of one uh, because uh, somebody messaged me and said, uh, I was really number one. And, you know, if we make the mistake, we, we, we are good on fixing that. All right. So I'm going to say the first number. Look, you guys. Ha ha ha. Guess what? I'm playing a different game. Um, the number I'm thinking of between between one and 20. All right. Well, I'll tell you what the answer is and then we'll figure out who won. I don't want to jump the gun on who won. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll announce that. I'll put it, we'll announce it. We're going to put the link to the homework assignment in the video description and I'll tag the person who won, but the number was 14. And I picked 14 because that's the day of my birthday in just a few days. <laughs> Valentine's day. All right. So let's see what the questions are. Thanks for playing. Uh, okay. Over here. Okay. Let's see what the questions are. Okay. Anne asked, not sure of the answer of this question. Your brain is trying to, your brain is trying, excuse me, trying to something you by keeping you in your comfort zone. Uh, your, yeah. So if this is from last night, um, your brain is, is basically gets triggered by things it's afraid of. And so it puts it in kind of this, somebody else said a freeze. Yeah. It's fight or flight or freeze. And so that kind of keeps you stuck and that, yeah, that's your brain. And uh, it's scary, but it's not, it's not real. Uh, so, but that, you know, I explained that in training too. So if you have any more questions, let me know if that didn't explain it really well. Um, but the, the gist is you have to face your fear to find the future you want. What got you here won't get you there. And you got to cross the feet, the fear bridge, but it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. We always think it's going to be scarier than it is. We always think, you know, what feels good is, is pushing through fear. It's kind of like pushing through fire. It's like, once you, it's like great, you know, it's great. You feel so accomplished when you get pushed through that fear. All right. Laura asks, um, what if we never knew who we were before? Oh, that's a good one. You'll find out who you are. Yes, some people are very, very stuck and 
we, we know, we know, we know. So you might find that out. Uh, but don't you want to know now <laughs> before, before uh, you live your whole life in authentic and in, in authentic. Uh, you were, you were authentic when you were little. And uh, if you don't think you knew um, you were something probably, you know, was uh, at play in, in your childhood that kind of forced you to show up and be a different person than you really were. And some people still struggle with this a lot as adults, right? So uh, yeah, question from Maureen, still not sure how to find what my heart wants. Does the pro, yes, yes, the program helps that. Yes, uh, I don't expect this training will solve that. Um, there are things, there, there are, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Tools, tools, I sometimes call them modalities that I teach um, that help you find that, help you get in touch with your intuition and um, the recon work. We do the recon work very early in the process uh, because uh, we don't we don't necessarily go in the order that I explained. All the pieces of the puzzle are there, but I found an order that creates the transformation more quickly. Um, but we we tackle belief and faith and uh, our negative thoughts and rewiring our brain. We do that first, uh, and the whole recon work. Yes. Um, where is the spark school? It's virtual. <laughs> That's what you're asking. Um, yeah. So you can go and like I said, sign up the website, but it's, it's, you know, I have a platform and it's, it's like online training with, uh, with coaching calls. So that's what it's about. Yeah. Uh, so what else? Patty, how much is the program? We don't talk about the program. I can answer these questions, but, um, I don't want to talk about price until next week. We'll talk about price next week. Um, because sometimes what happens is we get caught up in what is it costing me versus what's the investment. Uh, and we, you don't really know what the return on investment is until you experience it. And so I can't explain everything that's in the program until I just don't want to do that right now. I want to, I want to talk about this training and answer your questions about this training next week. What, the, the, the training will stay open. The Facebook group's going to stay open next week. So next week we can switch and talk about this stuff. Okay. But when you, when, when we talk about price, I want you to see everything you'll have seen, you can see stuff and ask specific questions. Okay. So, but I want to really focus and there's people in here who haven't seen all the training that we've done in the last three days. So for that reason, I just want to focus. Yes, it's great that there's a next step for people who are ready for the next step. But some people, the training was enough and I want to focus and to make sure that they know that uh, I'm here to make sure that they got the transformation they wanted in the training. They got the awareness that they want in the training. 
uh, and get their questions answered. So that's kind of what I, I like to do that. I, I mean, I want to introduce what the next step is if you're interested, but I, I, I don't want to talk about that till next week. Okay. Does that sound, sound good? Um, on your worksheet, your past is not meant to blank you. It is meant to blank you. Not sure on those answers. Oh, yeah, that was, I did say that once and that might not have, um, we're going to talk, we're going to go through the worksheets on Saturday. That's one thing I'm going to do. So I'll answer, um, uh, actually the, the, um, the workbook, I'll answer the workbook questions. Uh, and that's what I'll, I'll, we'll talk about, um, homework assignments. I'll go over those on Thursday when we, when we wrap up, I really want you to have all the answers before you leave and I'll provide those. But I can't, I don't really want to give you answers now because then that kind of takes away from the people who haven't seen the questions yet and want to do the workbook. So maybe just guess, maybe, I don't know if you want to rewatch, but uh, yeah, you can do that. Um, okay. Question from Anne. If you can't remember your childhood. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. You can, you, you don't need to remember your childhood at all. Um, and, but that, that is interesting if you have a block, uh, we can uncover it. Uh, and, and there's no forcing anything. You do exactly what you feel comfortable with. There's no forcing anything. So um, the experience is really, um, and again, we can talk more about this next week. Let, let, let's just focus on the, uh, the questions at hand. I don't know if there's any other questions. Um, but tell me who is going to come on Saturday who am I going to get to see on the call on Saturday? Yes, the workbook. Actually, the easiest place to get the workbook. I'm going to put this banner up here. Hold on. All right. You see that um, link up there? That link will take you to the website. We have a web with a Facebook group. And I want you to come to the Facebook group and engage in the comments. But if you're in a hurry you, you want to access the replays, you're in a hurry, you want to get the training assignments, you're in a, you want to take the final quiz, the final quiz will be up on this site later this evening. That's the place to go where you can get those assignments real quickly. And so that is what I would suggest. We call it the training hub, but um, yeah, so you can go there. You're going to be there with bells on. Yay, yay. Um, it's going to be noon Eastern on Saturday. Um, and I'll be posting just FYI, and it's going to be in an email, but there'll be a link. So if you want to, if you have a pressing question or you want an opportunity uh, to actually, for me to try to dig with you, you can see what it's like. I, I just, I want to offer this opportunity so you guys can experience what, what it's like to be in a um, safe place with other amazing women who want the same things. And it's, it's just an incredible experience. So yeah, so that'd be fun. All right. I can come for a bit. Will there be a replay? Yes. We'll have a replay for you. Uh, and yes. You're welcome, Vicki. It's inspiring. I want you to be inspired. Take inspired action. Yes. Um, all right. I think that's it. We're going to wrap up. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, I'm really sad, but I'm excited because I'll get to see you on Saturday. Some of you. All right. 
All right. And make sure as you're, if you go back through stuff, come back here and ask questions. If you're in the Facebook group, um, continue to, you know, comment on your ahas and what, you, what you've really been awakened to. I love that. If you want to message me, send me an email. If you want to direct message me, I love hearing from you. Um, don't be afraid. Okay. If you got something out of it, tell me what resonated the most, because then I'll know uh, when I deliver this training again, uh, really not to cut that part out. <laughs> if there has to be some cutting done. All right. Thanks so much for being here. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into the Living Your Spark second half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my Not Your Average Grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Not Your Average Grandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place. <laughs>